All right, it's art party. Art party. It's actually recording now. Yeah, it wasn't recording before. <laughs> luckily, luckily, we realized. We caught Jamie it. realized pretty quickly. It's uh, February 28th. Oh, my God. Last day of the month. Last day of the month. I'm That's Jamie big. Stearns. I'm Andrew Russeth. It's art party. It's art party. Episode 15. 15, guys. Wow. <sighs> I was Almost just thinking if we had a tagline, I was supposed to say, but we don't have a tagline. <laughs> no, we don't. Unfortunately. We don't have a tagline. Yeah. Once we hit, once we hit uh, the Double 20s. Double digits. I don't like that bo- I don't like that window open. Yeah, Sorry, I'm being right. crazy. I'm being psycho. Go. It's been about, I don't know, a month and a half, two months. It's been a long time. So we're getting a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's February, guys. You know, we're drinking some wine, having some snacks. Rusted, I haven't seen Rusted forever. He's super busy. It's horrible. I'm just like depressed because it's February. It's the thing about New York though. This is like February, like March and April, February, March and April mm-hmm. are really the killers, you know? Yeah. They, See, they're think, so cold. I think, I think by like, yeah, it is cold, but I feel like people start coming out of their shells by late March. Maybe. Late. Late March. Late. Right, you always think it's going to be. Because March, March, March sounds like such a spring month, right? but it's not. No, it's just... And there's daylight savings, but it's still cold. Oh, what is daylight savings? I don't know. It's sometime and somewhere around I there. I never see it coming. Anyways, yeah, so... Just, just, just FYI. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, a little, I'm a little cranky today, everyone. It's so a sorry. tough time of the year. It's a tough time of the year. It's a tough time of the year. I always find that. It's a tough time of the year. Luckily, Jamie has a beautiful spread. <laughs> there's some blackberries, there's some blueberries, some snack mix, and some white... Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, what are the big topics today? What are we delving into? Oh my god. Oh yeah. So we're gonna talk about Velvet Buzzsaw. So right. Key movie. Key movie. So An yeah. I was like, I was like, do we want to do that yet? No. The maker of. Yeah. Tell me this. Yeah. Tell me this. Tell, I don't really know much about it. I saw it, but um, I don't know much about it. So why don't you give me and the listeners? <laughs> Some uh, historical context, as you always so I, so adapt, adeptly do. This is this is one case where I have to admit I'm not prepared. Okay, what's the director's name? Uh, something drier, something something. We can we, what is we it? might have to break our rule and actually consult our notes here. Yeah. Um, I know that he directed Nightcrawlers, Night which is like another type of thriller movie, right? Yeah, a thriller from the X Men series. Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy, who also wrote it. He wrote so it. His, uh, Does he have an art world connection? I don't think so. No? Not that I'm aware of. So, okay, cool. But I saw that um, he had some consultants, I guess. Yeah. I saw it in the credits. I was, look, I, that's the one, one of the few times I actually watched <laughs> the whole credits. There you go. Because I was like, I want to see like yeah. where, the, where this art inside scoop is coming from. I, you saw, know? I saw Sarah Watson was one of them. Mm. Um, who's a Los Angeles art dealer. Okay. Yeah, well, anyway, so if for those who haven't seen it yet, so this is a movie. It's out of Netflix. It's a Netflix-produced yes. movie, so you yes. can watch it for free on Netflix if you have it. And essentially, it's about um, the L.A. art world, you know? It's about kind of this... this that doggy yeah, dog L.A. art the, world. The, the, but it's very L.A. It's mm-hmm. very, very L.A. And essentially, it's this writer-critic... And he's Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. And his name is 
Morf? Morf Vanderwalt or something. Thank yeah, you. Morf yes. Vanderwalt. Excellent. Okay, and then their, all their names are crazy, so we're gonna we might butcher a few of them. Anyway, so Jake Gyllenhaal, he's a writer, he's a critic, and he's just whatever. And then essentially, he often writes in the nude. Yeah, he's really eccentric. <laughs> Anyways, and then so, but this girl that he has kind of an amorous relationship with, Josefina, um, what's her what's the actress's name? Zowie Ashton. She's great. She's British. She's mm-hmm. not. She's great. I've seen a she's lot of good. British stuff. She's she's so charming. I, what else is she? She's been a, she was in um something that Tony Collette also was in um I don't know she's don't just know. A, she's around she's British she's a British actress yeah though. she's good anyways so she Josephina finds this like dead art this artist in her building dies she finds this work and then hilarity ensues <laughs> um, but it's kind of like this thing of just like the power structures and greed and you know but it has this kind of like a I don't know if it's like a horror movie. What do you? How would you describe well, it? Well, right. I think it was explained to me, or the it sounded like it was supposed to be a horror movie, but it's kind of a camp horror movie. I yeah. guess. Yeah. It's definitely not scary. Yeah, I did have to. I cannot do any level of horror. Me neither. I can't do like any level of no. horror. Like Scream, like freaked me out. You yeah. know, like I, it's even camp horror makes me like freak out a little bit. Yeah. So there were moments where I was like, oh my god, something. There's some gross. There's like it kind of has a bit of a thrilling, thriller esque, but it kind of does have like that kind of not a noir quality, but like a a reference to noir quality, you know. Anyways, so that's essentially the base on the movie. But it's we wanted to talk about it because it's really. It's, it's very art. It's like art world as a subject or as like background. Which is to, rare. Yeah. Which is, well, it's not super rare, I don't feel. Anyways, but um, <laughs> I don't know. But the way that it's, I have to say that the the first, it first opens up at Art Basel, Miami. Right. And I, I, I laughed out loud when um, there's that robot sculpture and they're looking at mm-hmm. and he was like, Wolfson, da, 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 like 2014. Right. This is yeah. And yeah. I was like, just sort of like laughing because it's referring to Jordan Wolfson's um, female like the female the female uh, animatronic uh, sculpture and so that was like pretty lulls but then it didn't get too like sub it didn't get too subterranean in terms of I felt like the it was very cliche yeah but at the same time like I also was like maybe one I'm like super looped out of the commercial art world for like mm. so many years now yeah and also have like really no understanding of the LA scene right that much, like that did you feel you like know? the overall power structures like were accurate or did like, you seem it seemed general very generalized but sorta you know it's yeah. like it's kind of like you know like that was it, my it, it is like it was sort of true you know what I'm saying yeah. and like Tony like, Collette oh my god like her just her outfits I heard somewhere that she was she was modeled after Helen Molesworth Oh, is that correct? I haven't heard that. I heard. I read that on a Variety report I heard or something that, like that. that. That's interesting. Yeah. What do you Wait, think? Wait, Tony Collette plays. She's the Gretchen. curator. Gretchen. She's, she's, she's the museum curator who goes to the art advisory. Which and is then, perfect. I love her, that detail. And then her arm goes into the thing. Yes. And then, you know, no spo- Well, there's really nothing to spoil. It's okay. It's yeah. fine. People yeah. die. But, yeah, people, people die. Yeah. Something happens. She puts, you know, whatever. But um, I, thought, I thought her character was great. And, yeah, that fact that she leaves the museum world because she... Wants to make money. Makes to make have money. power to, yeah. so she becomes an advisor. I thought that was nice. Um, yeah, I agree with you that some of the details are like, uh, you know. I mean, okay, nuance, so I'm going to I'm gonna okay. keep it real, real, though. Yeah. So Jake Gyllenhaal's character, the main character, Morph. Mm-hmm. He's a critic. You know, he's like, he's like, he plays a role of a critic and he's kind of like has this, uh, I don't know, like. It's weird, like, yes, like, he does have this kind of sense of purity and principle of, like, art, and it's, like, cliche, and it's, like, over the top, and, like, 
come on. But he does, like, at the, even at the end, he tries to, like, make amends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, like, rectify things. Right. He tries he's still to redeem suffer- himself. He's, he still pays the price. The ultimate price. <laughs> 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 spoiler, spoiler. We'll, we'll mark this as but, spoiler. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't stop. I couldn't not think of you, though, because <laughs> Rustith, as we know, is an esteemed curator. One of the voice of our generation type of curators. How did it make you know what I'm saying? Like for you to be replic, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your, right. your there position. Not, there not There's a lot not of a lot of critics get to be get to the, be uh, the thing. Yeah. The main, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think you summed it up nicely, which is like he's definitely a caricature. It's definitely over the top. However, I think some of the things that he says, probably in my more like self-aggrandizing moments, have maybe thought in your head where you're just like, or those quick judgments, like oh, over, like you know, I've seen this before. So stupid. Um, but I agree with you. I liked also that he does have sort of a moral center. Yeah. Like aesthetics and beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And like he, I mean, it's this very minor plot point, which almost seems like it should have been eliminated or maybe it was larger, but he like ends up panning a show that he actually liked. Yeah. And then he feels like horribly bad about it later. And yeah, so I was amused and, and I kind of enjoyed I kind of enjoyed more. Yeah. Good clothes, good looking, writes <laughs> naked. Um, I so have to say though, I was a little bit like dis it was a little bit strange the thing of like the power. I mean well, yes, right, and, right, and that there, and that, that we should mention. There, there are there are a few critics out there that have that kind of Oh, like someone like Jerry Saltz or something like that, or like what people perceive that. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, but it's important to say that right, the way that really Jake Schoenhall's character, yeah. he's presented as like this all-powerful god who can make or break artists. Which, of course, like I don't even think Jerry can do that. I mean, Roberta, used Roberta, to, can. Roberta can. Roberta can. Roberta can do that. She can move. She can still stuff. do it. She. Yeah. But I remember, you know, back in the day when it was like the only thing, only thing that mattered. You know, she truly was like the. You know what I'm saying? Like. The void, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. she wrote a good review, and she was never really mean in terms of panning, but like, right. you know, like, she, if, if her her judgment was she really, really like boost something, yeah, she really did boost, and I think she did inform a lot of you know, collector, whatever, you know, people would take that as a thing, but it's not as power, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a make, but uh, you know, but I have to say though, I couldn't help when he was saying when Jill and character Morph was like being so like. Oh my god, I don't even know the word for it. But there's definitely people in the art world that do talk like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not necessarily critics or, you know, people like you, right. especially. There are definitely people who kind of like traffic in that type of weird, aggrandizing language oh, yeah. where it's all like adjectives and like crazy syllables pushed together. I don't know. It's, yeah. so it's I know like, it, it was, it's it a fami- captured- the caricature was familiar, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's like it captured something that exists, that's mm. out there, and, yeah, I thought overall, I mean, it wasn't a very good movie. It wasn't a good movie. But I thought it movie. captured, it kind of captured the spirit of the art world yeah, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, 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 it did. Um, you know, I have the, the rich jeweler having the isolated house in the mountain. Exactly. Like, that totally happens. That's what that totally happens. It's, it's real, man. It's real, man. Exactly. Like, I remember I went, I haven't, I haven't been out to LA that, that I don't really I really don't know the LA scene like that but I remember like one time we went and there was a after party but it was like a barbecue at the gallery owner's house Amazing. and it was like literally on overlooking a hill so giant like they had like a like these huge like open flame like grill pits and like just big pigs and just people like 
sh- sh- like, you know, in and out, sauntering in and out. And there's like this beautiful house. It's super lived in, you know, yeah. like it felt like a family house, but it definitely was like huge and beautiful and art everywhere. And just so like casual, casual reach, like kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. LA is weird though. Cause even the galleries feel different out there. You it's know what I'm saying? Different. Like they have like the big open garden areas. Yeah. It's, it's different. I don't really understand. It's a strange but it, yeah. I thought it was, like, pretty true and, like, weird graffiti scene thing. Exactly. You know, it's and how real. And I love that there's, you know, subplot about courting this artist mm-hmm. and he's trying to, like, keep it cool with his collective and just too, yeah. too perfect in some ways. But it was a bad movie in general. I mean, not yeah. bad movie. It just wasn't very, like, interesting. Yeah. But, and it wasn't not interesting because it didn't reflect the art worlds right. in a way that we might like understand it as like more inside batters than some other people. I think yeah. it's just not really that interesting a movie just because it, it wasn't that interesting. It just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the the people were really like you couldn't really get attached to. The storyline was yeah. a bit loose. And like what's the, but that what is it, what is the artist name? Art Artress? Art Vetris Vetris Dees. Yes. Yeah. Vetris Dees. Like, I don't know, reminding me of just, like, Henry Darger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, even, like, him being, like, a janitor, and I was like, okay, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, living in this isolation, and so this, like, idea of the outsider artist, and, like... Totally. But I have to say, like, one of the things that I did, like, kind of notice, which I thought was, like, kind of interesting, was that all these, like, bad... Like, whenever people con- came into contact with Deese's work, like, and dispute and, like, disabused it in some way, all came to certain types of ends, like, bad mm. ones, essentially... While, like, the artists who interacted with it, mm. it was a graffiti artist guy and Chad Malkovich's character, see, yeah. you know, um, I forget their names, sorry, their character names, but they kind of, like, just, they, like, got, they got sucked in, but yeah. they didn't, and, and it made them feel like, oh, I can't, you know, I'm like, what, what is art, who am I as an artist yeah. kind of thing, yeah, yeah. vibe, but they didn't get punished in the way that, like, yeah. And, like, they didn't get punished, and then... And then that's true. And then Coco, the assistant intern girl, yes. she she's, like, so naive and innocent, she didn't get punished. Yeah. But essentially everyone else did. Yeah. Who came in contact. Yeah, the intern character was interesting, because that's also, like, a type. It's oh, like, my God, yeah, it's true. But, you know, it's real. Yeah, it's a dark world. John Malkovich is almost reason enough to see the movie, though, I feel Okay, like. so this is the thing. It's, <laughs> John Malkovich, is, I think, is a lo- love him or hate him type of thing. Are you, do you I, like John okay, Malkovich? I'm fine with Malkovich. But oh, so something, you're, you're in the middle. But John Malkovich is so Malkovich. You know what I'm saying? Like, Malkovich is like, Malkovich right. is like John Malkovich in that, you know, the movie Being John Malkovich is John Malkovich is being John Malkovich <laughs> and being John Malkovich. It's like yeah. a fucking Russian doll of, oh, yeah. like, selfhood. Yeah. But anyways, I was watching it with somebody who, like, really is, like, over it and, like, cannot stand on Malkovich. Got it. And I completely understood where they're coming from. But I still think he's, like, fine. He's, See, he's I so kind great. Of, he's fine. I can understand the position. I've come to, to the place with John Malkovich where I was tired of it a few years ago. But it's like when someone tells the same joke over and over and over and it starts, like, becoming funny again. It's kind of this thing where it's, like, how many Netflix b- blockbuster things is he going to do? Like, he was in Bird Box as well. He's, do you I, know what I'm saying? And he's he was shameless. He's sh- he, and he does was, it all. He was just, all he does is just be John Malkovich. He just and does his voice. I know it's incredible. He does his voice, like, the kind of, it's like... It's high art. His, it's just, he just does it. Everyone knows he's doing it. He doesn't give a fuck. He, like, puts, like, zero effort into it, but it's... Everyone loves it. I don't and know. It's billions. great. It's great. And yeah. Billions. Billions. Oh, Amazing. Was he in Billions? Yeah. 
Why would he He's on the final season of Billions, or on the, on the most recent season of Billions. He plays the... Which one? He plays the evil Russian oligarch. Oh, that's right. He does play the evil Russian oligarch. And that is off the charts, Malkovich. Did we talk about Billions on here, or did we talk about just in person? I forget. Our our Lemon podcast is so seamless. Our, yeah. For background, we, Jamie recommended Brilliance. We literally to me. just talk because we don't right. see each other. So this is uh, this is you guys just listening to us catching up. It means a lot <laughs> that you're here to listen. Um, so it's unclear if we actually discussed. I think you may have recommended it on the podcast. I think I mentioned point. it, and then we talked about it more in uh, length. Yeah, but but he, billions is another thing that Malkovich is in. But yeah. also, it's another thing that art, we were talking but about. Art. art is in, and it loops to Velvet Buzzsaw, not to belabor it, because yeah. the thing with billions is, for anyone who doesn't know, the short thirty second thing is that the main character is kind of Steve Cohen, the art collector, but also kind of um, an anonymous hedge fund guy. He's up against Paul Giamatti. Who is like the pre Pahara, the, the pre or Elliot yeah. Spitzer character? Yeah, very the chubby, the chubby pre, mm, um, chubby but, white Dupree. But there's all this art subplot, yeah. and it connects with Velvet Buzzsaw because I feel like the art on Billions, as you pointed out to me, is pretty well done. It it's, is really well done. Mu- some there's of it's like, actually like almost exact copies. It's like a it's amazing, or, and some of it's like Ellsworth Kelly, yeah. like really high high yeah, hitters, high man, end. high and minimalist, like. And whoop. then some of it's like fake stuff that I like believe was real. Yeah, I mean, it's like conceivable to me. And I thought Velvet Buzzsaw the art was pretty reasonable in yeah. terms of being fake. Yeah, it was yeah, like I yeah. could bel- I could imagine walking into these galleries, which is not easy to do. Because you see a lot of Hollywood movies, and it's they, like they, they, they a don't total know, they disaster. Are, yeah, they like it's just it's just horrible, like like I don't know, like fucked up, like portraiture that no no one. It's like juxtaposed, like, like no one, like, like no Soho one, yeah, like no corner. one's gonna, yeah. no one believes that that's anything that's relevant for right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. No, but I think that there's like a lot of instances. I think Velvet Buzzsaw. Not the best movie, but it's. I think it. I think it's funny for people that are in the art world. They should see it because it's kind of like a. Like it's like a. Yeah. It's like tapping your nose kind of thing. It's nice. You know, it's like a funny. It's a funny thing, and they don't do a bad job of like yeah. the actual contextualization of the auric thing of it. You know, yeah. it's 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 obviously caricatured, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? And it's even like the deal, like Renee Renee Russo's character. What was her name? Um, mm, something. Uh, Hayes, right? Yeah, Hayes yeah, Gallery. Hayes Gallery. Redora Hayes. Hayes. Yeah, like there's definitely like she was like was like in a punk band. Like that's where the movie comes from. Her punk band was totally. named Velvet Buzzsaw. She's got this tattoo on her neck that says it. You know, and then whatever at the end, blah blah blah. Oh. And Anyways, but like, you know, this idea of like coming from these like authentic, like hardcore, like root, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like roots and then kind of just like going into this place of just, you know, like this other thing. It's true. Like it's super true. Like a lot of people that I think start in the art world, like come from like, you know, like the younger artists, um, like the, who they're trying to, who they're trying to take from the other place not yeah. down, you know yeah. like he's a graffiti in a collective and it's like uh. authentic you know what I'm saying <laughs> and they're trying to pull it you know what I'm saying it's like all it's really true though because you start from these like quote unquote like pure place and then you kind of go into the system system of just trying to control it and mm-hmm. it's really true like the idea of like withholding artwork like say oh, yeah. like in terms of inventory stuff like that that's stuff super really well. that's super 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 true like and no one really talks about that in terms of you know it really is true and like the kind of association of like getting it linked with a museum show so that it has more like authority and yeah. then the buyers that did buy it feel more like uh 
like, I don't know, it's like satisfied and like convinced of its value because it is, it's these things. Yeah. They come from a point of purchasing art or seeing art. They do come from this, like what half of like, you know, the, the, the maybe origin intention is about like, you know, it's about cool about art. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like art, like quote, 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 unquote art. But then it does devolve into this idea of property and this idea of, you know what I'm saying? Of, of, I don't know, finance. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 there's so many places that are just built on like storing art or preserving, you know what I'm saying? Like right. insuring art yeah, and, and all this stuff and just holding on to the story art. about and, the storage and the apparatus. For sure. Yeah. I mean like the guy who like go, the art handler who's like being sent off to like go store the art, you know what I'm yeah, saying? To yeah. like hide the art and say there's not yeah. a lot of inventory to up the prices. Yeah. That super happens, like, yeah. all the time. Like, you know, like, I've been even to clients, like, oh, yeah, they only make, like, three pieces a year when it's, like, oh, my God, they make, like, three pieces a month, you know? <laughs> but it's, like, you know what I'm saying? And I really liked how John Malkovich's character, like, had, like, his own additions thing. Like, right. that was, like, he's, was like... churning out Yes, these. churning out yeah. his, like, additions, th- like, thing. It's just, it's, it's real, though, you know? Yeah. It's, like, when you think about, you know, someone, like cause or like murakami just is like you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. like it's like oh that it's yeah. happened you know yeah, it really did nail some specific aspects of some of the big picture issues yeah and some of the things that don't get discussed as much yeah but every, it's like but like everyone knows mm-hmm. but doesn't get yeah out there but i think there's some people though who don't know it maybe they're just like whoa you know right. it's but i don't know i can't i can't put them in my i can't put myself in their shoes so i don't really know it's hard to say but i do think that because I think that the director, maybe this is me being, like, super harsh, mm. like, kind of used the kind of, like, the thing is, is that the story itself and the direction and, like, the movie itself wasn't very interesting, like, in terms of just, like, a movie, you know? But maybe putting it within this kind of envelope of, like, the art world, which is so esoteric and, like, oblique to, like, most, like, you know, right. most people, right. that maybe that gave it a little bit more, like, juice or, like, you a know, little, fascination a, a little, even. A little frizzing of, yeah. of extra energy. Yeah, like, a, like some sort of a fascination thing, you know? Because I yeah. remember, what is that thing that was on HBO or something? Like, the price of so- everything or something? Everything. Yeah. Which I never watched. I haven't watched it either, but I remember going to Thanksgiving and one of my, my cousin's my cousin's husband, like, and my family's great, but they're, like, super not in their art world, like, even, even a little bit, you yeah. know, was, like, I watched, like, I watched this HBO, just, like, wow. it's about, you know, and he's, like he's, like, he's, like, is it really like that? Is it really <laughs> like that? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just sitting there being, like, I didn't see it, but I don't know, like, yeah. but it's, like, it was so, like, um, for the, for him, it seemed, like, so, like, I'm, like, millions of dollars like that? Wow. You know, it was, like, it was, like, oh, okay, you know, and it's, like, yeah. Maybe we're too jaded. Maybe I'm too like familiar or jaded with it. But I was like, whoa! I can understand like maybe like the pack. Like you're thinking about Velvet Buzzsaw. Like the package of this movie, which wasn't that strong, but it was like this kind of thing where that extra zhuzh of it being exactly art world related, or you know what I'm saying? That makes sense to me. But it's, it's kind of being like in high fashion, right. or it's being in like right. the CIA. Like I'm yeah. sure like so many people who like work in like fashion world or the music world or work right. in like. I don't know banks. special like, ops or something yeah. like that. Like they they see these movies that are kind of like like I don't know quoting them or being set in those settings or totally. just like this is so fake or like even like ER shows or something. You know, yeah. it's just like this is crazy. You know, yeah. but that that kind of that kind of film of that like helps it. What do you think? That makes so, sense to me. Yeah. That maybe is why I felt uh, like we felt the emptiness there mm. because yeah, I love watching those kinds of movies like deep dives yeah. into yeah. 
investment. But go more into billions. I want to really know your think about that. So you've been watching. Well, I wanted to ask you about other good art movies, but I'll go into billions. I mean, I I binged it. I loved it. I also loved that there seems to be, and a friend pointed this out to me. There's this like transition that takes place where it in the first season is a pretty, and it's also great. We should mention. Because I think it's 10 episodes per season. Very manageable. Yeah. It's not a crazy thing. It's not 20 episodes. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very manageable amount. Yeah. Um, and there's this thing that happens where the first 10 episodes feel like very serious and kind of like they've thought out this nuanced cat and mouse game between the hedge funder and the attorney general, uh, or excuse me, the Paul Giamatti's character who's like the head of the Southern District Federal whatever. District attorney. District attorney. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, federal U.S. attorney. Yeah, U.S. Um, attorney. Yeah. And and then that kind of plays itself through, and I won't give anything away. But then, like the second season, about halfway through, they just start going crazy. Yeah. And Paul Giamatti just starts giving crazy speeches. Yeah. And they both. Well, that's 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 Giamatti's form. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Right. Giamatti's form yeah. is the speech. Yeah. And and <laughs> and at first, I was like, well, this this should take a weird turn. But, I mean, it happens gradually enough, and I think it's just fantastic. I can't wait. No, it's like, you just think of, like, things of, like, like Roman days. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you know what I'm Roman saying? Decadence. Like, R- Roman, like, this, like, no, but it's like, decadence of, like, you know, like, the machinations. The oh, right. po- The machinations the poli- of politics. Yes. You know right. what I'm saying? The, the, right. the polis of things, right. you know? Right. And where, like, there, where there's, like, kind of a republic, but also, like, you might just get, like, yeah. stabbed. There's room, the there's room, <laughs> there's room, there's rules and there's structures, and there's power, and there's positioning, but there's, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a chess game. It's like, yes. it's, it's it's like, or like, you know, it's like multi, multilateral, like yeah. all these other different moves. And there's, you know, enemies become friends, friends become mm-hmm. enemies. And that kind of, that, that kind of t- turning of things. And it's all like, but it's like, not out of love or like, you know what I'm saying? It's out of, it's out of just like pure survival and instinct and necessity raw and like power. raw power. Yeah. And that's what makes it so good. Yeah. I'm also a sucker for any TV show that has just great New York scenes. Yeah. And they often are walking really through parks ha- yes, or at yes. like restaurants where, or cocktail bars where we've all been to. Yeah. 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 And so you just God, feel- If I have to see St. Mark's one more time, like in <laughs> any other like dingy place, I might like shoot myself or yeah. like the fountain in Central Park. It's like, come on, you know, yeah. there's, there's a lot more places, you know? Yeah. And they really show us the city. They do show us the billions. city. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good show. It's a good show. The art, is like that's fantastic. I have to say, though, speaking of the, the in terms of the aesthetic stuff, though, I think there's something about Velvet Buzzsaw that I was a little bit disappointed in one was cinema cinematography of it. You know, it all yeah. felt very like crisp and clean and whatever, fine, but it didn't have this like kind of like I don't know. It just felt a little like um, DIY or something. I don't know. Versus, I think the billions even and something about it really annoys me. But I don't know. Did you notice how blue it was? Yeah. Everyone's clothing is all blue and tan and browns. The lighting is all blue. I was gonna say there's, there's often- blue everywhere. Like the art, like yeah. everything is like super blue hued. Yeah. And I think that that's a really interesting. And I, I've noticed that in some of these newer shows, this blue hue that's, that's going on. And it's like maybe that means like. Cleanly, it's like a trans- mm. translation of like cleanliness or like minimalism or That's like you know what I'm saying. Like the space of light is like pure and crisp that in a certain sense. way. I've been thinking about that. I don't know. TV critics out there probably have way better analysis right of it, in, but I've read right into our yeah, party. you know, artparty.com at gmail.com. <laughs> we do have an email. Um, but no, I, I've been thinking about that. But I don't know. In terms of other movies, like I remember you wanting. I didn't see it. 
but the Meyerowitz thing oh, yeah. with like the I didn't watch it, so Dustin Hoffman. I just I started watching it. It's a I, lot. I literally started watching it for your for your sake yeah. to like yeah. be able to like maybe too aggravating. And I was I yeah. was I was way too aggravated. As yeah. soon as Dustin Hoffman got on the screen, <laughs> I was like, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. So, but what did you think? I'm like, with you. you. Know? Um, so the background is uh, it is about uh, Dustin Hoffman plays this kind of older artist. Yeah. Who is in the collection of something, and he, exactly. all he does is say, "I'm in the collection of." He's in the collection of the Whitney. I think. Of the Whitney is it the Whitney or MoMA. I think it's the Whitney, okay. or maybe it's MoMA. I think it's. Yeah, it might be moment. I, I was going to say Whitney, but they essentially they lose his artwork, I think. Yeah. Right, that's okay. the yeah. crux of it. And Ben he, Stiller is the son. Ben Stiller is the son, and Dad is like a menacing kind of crazy person. And, yeah, a frustrating movie to watch. I actually don't remember it very well, to be How honest. How was art, though? Uh, I feel like there wasn't very much of it, if I'm yeah. remembering. It was more about... I mean, the dynamic was kind of interesting. And there's that one scene where... I mean, and they do certain details. The one really horrifying scene that, that stuck with me is um, Dustin Hoffman, the old artist, has this friend who's having a MoMA retrospective or mm-hmm. something. And so he gets invited to the opening. He's very excited. And he shows up in a tuxedo. Oh, God. And they're like, what, what are you are doing? You? He's like, oh, oh no. Because he's like a crazy old artist and he hasn't shown. Done, he hasn't been yeah. involved. And he doesn't know... You know, the little codes... Schlub is in, man. The little codes that, uh, yeah. you know, ruin grease, lives. Yeah. Like, just, and grease the grease wheels. Grease the wheels, man. Yeah. Don't ever show up at a tux at an opening. Come on. Come on, Come people. Come on. Unless you're extremely good looking. Don't expect cheese and wine either. Don't expect, uh, don't expect appetizers. <laughs> no. I mean, no. at the museums, they have, like, little, Sometimes little, little, little canopy things. Little, but, yeah, you know, it's just, it's not like But that. otherwise, the whole art world movie is... Like, you, I think that if you go to an opening... If you go to like a ga- like a small gallery opening, and there's a lot of wine, mm-hmm. and there's people serving you stuff, and there's hors d'oeuvres and grapes and cheese, yeah. it's a bad art. Yeah, it's not it's, it's just like it's automatically like terrible. No. Like turn away. Like yeah. I do that for like our students' shows. That's you know, so they do that helpful. for the student shows. Yeah. You know, at, at a university, right? Because they're you know yeah. babies. You know, but like you don't if for a real space or just if I walked into a show. And I saw grapes and cheese and somebody wearing a, <laughs> a shitty rental vest yeah. serving you wine. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like. You would turn around and walk right out of Give there. me three of those wines. <laughs> this is going to be a lot. I wonder Shug if. Shug it back. I wonder if there's a moment where we'd have to, we'd have to ask real veterans that that changed or something. Oh, I wonder um, too. Because I mean, something I've been really curious about and I've heard anecdotally, but I don't know the full story. Is of course, and this is like really obvious in a way, I guess. But like before the internet, before the internet, no, but truly, like yield, you, you knew, yield times. You knew there were openings because you know someone, I guess, listed it, or they yes. sent you a card in the mail, yeah. or someone like called to follow up, and or you got a fax, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But the like, bare, bare fax. Right. Remember Douglas Kelly's list thing? You made him. God, a legend. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, a legend. But I wonder if back then they were like. You know, this is a more intimate gathering because yeah. it's not like everyone logged on to their app and got it. And there used to be cheese. There, no, it used to truly be for friends and family. It was friends and family, It yeah. truly was for friends and family. And that's why the galleries in Chelsea now will be like, I'm having a Tuesday opening. Fuck right. you all. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And now it's all about the after thing. It's like, who right. gets invited to the, you know. Yes. I think that it became this thing where it's like, they used to have like, okay, so 
we have an opening, we have some things, people nosh, and, like, we just hang out. But then it became so publicized and whatever public in a certain way. Yeah. And it's great. Like, you know, the artists want to see the throngs. They want they want You know? Mm -hmm. But then then it became, like, what's the after? You know what I'm saying? The the, the dinners. I miss the dinners. I really miss I used to work in there. I I miss the dinners. They're, like, fabulous (laughs) food. All you can eat. All you can drink. Bring a guest. It was fantastic that's you know? true but yeah. that's what became you know what I'm saying for that's yeah. for the real friends and family you know what I'm saying yeah right that's how it changed it just changed see yeah. my big thing is and I've seen this on some like really old invites where the dinner for museum shows at least would at least sometimes happen before the opening which I love oh that's so classy because then you can have the dinner exactly yeah. have a lovely dinner so classy and then you and you celebrate and you thank everyone yeah. and then you just go over and see the lovely show mm. And then, you know, maybe you could drink after, but, you know, you're done. So classic. You're, yeah, it's great. Classic. my issue with the dinner is it's always like, I just like to go to bed early. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm there, and I'm like, it's late, and then I just want to go home, and, you know. I just I'm love, I'm cheap, though, so whenever <laughs> I can, like, eat at yeah. some fancy, like, if I can eat at a place for free that's, like, my portion of the bill would be around hundred and fifty dollars right, exactly, with yeah. my drinks and all the stuff. <laughs> right. Like I'm there, you know. Like yeah. I'm like, it's just like for me a food experience. Oh, I agree with you entirely. Anyways, yeah. but I don't know. Like, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Okay, so there's any other arts you you've seen a lot more. I mean, I don't know. I have to say that there's like I feel like though in terms of art being used in cinema or TV is always it's always being used as a signifier of wealth you know what i'm saying it's always like if you want to show someone's really rich Mm -hmm. like you show them buying a painting or being like going to a gallery like at least for one scene like even like wolf of wall you know what i'm saying like like wolf of wall street or even hopefully buying something like i don't even know why like my brain is even thinking of this like because i'm like a super period dork but like even in downton abbey there's like a Mm -hmm. frangelica that's like the family owns and like they've just owned it for generations and it shows It's it's like a signifier of like the well like the length of that family's like wow. durational wealth you know kind of thing like that type of it's always referenced like art is always referenced as like a signifier of like the level of like where you are like because yes. art is definitely like it's not cars it's not a house it's not power it's a culture you know what i'm right. saying it's like a culture it's a culture of you know it's like a right. culture of wealth you know like of of a different type of air stratosphere of yeah. like, you know, like, and I think also, unfortunately in this country, like, you know, everyone owns a car, people, mm-hmm. you know, maybe visit museums, but there's like, you know, most people don't buy art. No. It's just not something that takes place in yeah. America. So the idea is like very alien and mm-hmm. rich seeming. Even and, today. Yeah. Yeah. Just doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't think um, that most people don't realize like you could probably get a really nice piece of like young artists work for like, like $1,500, like a thousand dollars or something yeah. like that, you know? But people don't e- can't even think that that's even like right. that, that the 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 whole like apparatus or like how you do that or like yeah. is it allowed or like right. you know what I'm saying like right. what is good what is bad you know what I'm saying yeah. it's still really like truncated in this type of formal system. I try to tell all my friends that who make money. I'm like go to the Lower East Side or come to the Lower East Side with I me know. if you like something for a very modest sum <laughs> you can buy something. But the thing is, like. is like you know like these are, yeah you know but like most like I don't know it's weird it's like. It's crazy. It's like, you know, like when I see like there's certain artists, especially because I work with young artists, like I see like certain young artists, like all of a sudden they just like catapult so quickly. Yeah. But they're so good about like they just they'll sell tiny little things, you know, Mm. but the big stuff, it is unattainable. Like you have to be at a certain level and it's showed in a certain context and it's done so well that they get, you know, to a certain level. It's 
pretty incredible. Like it is very, it is, it's everyone still dance. Everyone, the artists, the dealers, the collectors, the curators, they all dance the dance. The critics, you know what I'm saying? They all are, yeah. they all are supporting that dance. You know, like mm-hmm. to this day, which I think is, I guess, I don't know. It makes it, it's so cool. You know, it's cool. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's maybe wrong in a lot of ways, but it's so very cool. It's you the know? game that. Yeah. yeah, what else is good in terms of our stuff? But what you... Well, what I don't want... I'm going to take us off on their tangent. Sure, sure. But you mentioning all of the generations of uh, families and how wealth mm-hmm. is inherited. Did you read the crazy article about Rembrandt in the New York Times? Oh, I, d- I was going to, but I didn't see it. And it's causing this whole debacle, right? It it's is crazy. so amazing. This Rembrandt's crazy, this huge debacle. Okay, tell tell, is, tell, tell, the, tell, tell me and the listeners. I'm going to do a short synopsis, and then we, we, we should table it for another time. Maybe okay. we do an old Masters episode or something. Mm. But anyway, everyone should go read this article. It's amazing. I think it's in the Times Magazine, but it's online right now. Yeah. It's about this... This, it's so Dutch. It's the most Dutch article ever and incredible. It's about this art dealer named Jan Six. Okay. Uh, and his full name is Jan Six the Eleventh. Wow, okay. Wow, there's 11 of them. For 400 years. Wow, that's a long time. A male son has been named Jan Six. They're very lucky to get that male. Incredible. Yeah. I know, right? It's like, you didn't have, yeah, like, yeah. an impotent that's, one. You yeah, didn't have, have like, a, a gay yeah, one. You or, you know, kept going. They just kept, kept, kept making going. the babies. I mean, maybe you had a gay one. Whatever. Yeah, you had a few, uh, but you're not... Yeah, it's incredible. You yeah. made the babies. Um, and they are basically the caretakers, this family, of this insane old master collection that includes uh, Rembrandt's and Once Upon a Time included Vermeer, but they like hit money trouble as all aristocratic families do. They do, you know. And sold them off. That Those taxes get you. Um, but now, I don't want to, I always don't want to give too much away, but essentially the Jan VI the 11th who lives in shadow of his father who's Jan VI the 10th who's still alive discovered um, at least one, maybe two Rembrandt's, but it's extremely complicated about People claim that, like, he didn't discover them, that he stole their idea and, like, bid. Essentially what happened is the main one that the story's about, it came up at Sotheby's and it was listed as a painting by someone in Rembrandt's circle. Anonymous, yeah. We don't don't know. And so, and of course, like, it's one of those, like... Could be from his academy, blah, blah, blah. It's all, as happens in the movies, it's like, he looks and he's like, it's a Rembrandt, it's a real Rembrandt. Um, And... Then crazy things transpire. Yeah. And there's claims that he has screwed over all these other people in the Rembrandt field. And of course, like, because, you know, our art world's small, right? Contemporary yeah. art. Yeah. But, like, the, the Master's field, world. Yeah, the crazy. It's yeah, like oh my God. 10 people. And there's, like, one guy oh, who's God. the Rembrandt extreme efficient of the Master. And basically, it's all about, like, will this Master authenticate these works? Oh my God. Or does he think they're bullshit? And of course, like, bazillions of dollars are on the line. That's amazing. And it's the Netherlands, and they're obsessed with Rembrandt. They're obsessed. They're they're obsessed. obsessed. He's, they're, he's like the Warhol or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, highly recommend it, in a side. It's crazy, like, the, no, this idea of, like, uh, so another movie that's, that's just making me think of is this, uh, Hieronymus Bach, Bosch, Bach, how do you have that? There's a Hieronymus Bosch movie? Yeah, well, there's, what? This, there's a documentary. There's a documentary. It's not, it's, like, really bad. It's, like, wow. literally, like, film school bad. Anyways, though, but this Hieronymus Bosch thing, but this idea of, like, so there are these, because there's, there's people from Netherlands, like, they're, like, these, you know what I'm saying? Because there's, like, there's, like, oh, we're having this thing, and he lived here for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's 
whatever. Like, it's crazy. But essentially, like, they like they, they want to have, they're like, this is just where he was born. Yeah. Like, we we're going to have this big show, yeah. this big retrospective show. Yeah. And they went to the Prado. Yeah. And they're like, we want to, like, borrow stuff. And they were doing all this crazy technology of scanning. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, old UV, UV scanning, all this stuff. But you could just, even in the film, you can see how, like, awkward and contentious like people be like no you can't like you know what i'm saying like the people in spain being like this is ours because they have garden of earthly delights the classics yeah they have like such a huge collection of it and they like went to like was someplace in italy that has this like decrepit one and like (laughs) like the one some of those like really falling apart and so essentially like they're like we'll let you show this but you have to pay for like restoration which would Mm. be like three hundred thousand euros to like restore it because it was like they don't have like the facility like somewhere in venice you know It, it was psycho it was like psycho but it kind of was like amazing to see this idea of like a authorship authority and kind of creating that like lineage of yeah. things you know and i think that like art still serves like that purpose in terms of why people purchase it you know what i'm saying why people use it so much in film like you know because yeah. you mentioned last time one of your your recommendations the oceans uh oh, yeah. what is it Ocean, ocean's Ocean State. yeah i didn't like that yeah. No bueno. I'm sorry, but Thanks no. But, but no, I did I, for you. I for you. I did. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like that's like you know this idea of like the the museums and the you know this whole thing. This the structure of it is still really it's. It, yeah. I think it's gonna hold for like ever. You know because it still has. You know it's like yeah, it really it really keeps like this idea of collections. This idea of longevity of collections because keep to keep something even if it's not yours like you know there's all these debates about you know repatriating artworks to like you know like the countries of origin like Mm -hmm. like returning them back to like senegal returning them back to egypt returning them back to you know tasmania returning it back to wherever the fuck they come from which is like because they were like a colonized object you know it's but it's still this idea of like okay like you have this like lineage of ownership ownership is power power is you know what i'm saying it Mm -hmm. is this kind of like larger thing and i think that that is what feeds into why modern day we still kind of you know the the idea of like someone who's uber rich and these stupid movies like velvet buzzsaw or whatever kind of say like okay like what does that signify it's because everybody wants to have that legacy everyone wants to have like i have this i own this I, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, I'm a part of this larger, linear, like, convers- you know what I'm totally. saying, conversation, you know? Because it's, like, the people who, like, it's weird. It's, like, if I somehow, or, like, whoever, like, my answers, I mean, like, mine wouldn't because I'm Korean, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, if my answer <laughs> somehow met Van Gogh and, like, Van Gogh, Van Gogh, yeah. and, like, we just were, like, hey, man, and I was, like, they were nice to him. They, like, let him stay in, yeah. like, uh, in when he's fucking depressed and sure. starving. Yeah. And he gave in return even a fucking doodle right. on a piece of paper. Right. Like right now, that'd be worth like fucking gold. A dollars. Yeah, right. and it'd be like this whole story of that whole thing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It is surreal. And people kind of want like it's like almost like a term. It's almost like an it's like an adventurist like mentality, like or like yeah. a discovery mentality. Yeah. You know, like this idea of discovery, this idea of ownership, this idea of claiming. It's like we can't they can't do land anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, all the lands take, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, right, there's no land to discover. Yeah, technically there is. You know, there's stuff, people are always trying to oppress someone else. But in terms of, like, discover, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This idea of true ownership. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm going south. But no, I, mean, I think there's something to that, because I even feel it to go back to old master stuff, where people, when people talk about, like, connoisseurship, yeah. I'm always so fascinated, because 
I mean, I've looked at a lot of art, but if you set like a fake Jackson Pollock in front of me, I'd probably think it was real. I mean, if assuming it was well done. And so the notion that there are these people who have like a magical eye. I'm so stupid. I super disagree with you. Really? Like, I don't. I feel like this is just my arrogance. This is just my arrogance. Yeah. But I feel like I have telepathic. I don't know. It's like. <laughs> I feel spoken like, like a true art no, dealer right no, now. No, I'm not an art dealer, but I'm like, a, I don't know. I feel like there's like a, there's like a, it's like, it's like an energy. It's kind of like weird. It's like, it's like reading. It's weird. It's like when, if you're like, a, if you read a lot yeah. and you kind of like can read something, you, you hear their, I know this sounds so crazy, well, so I, but you can hear like each writer, like, like even if it's like, a, it's you, you hear their voice. And it, it might be at different pitches, and it might be a different time, but you, like, can, uh, you, like, right, no, I don't know. No, no. So I, maybe I really, I'm being, cra- maybe no, I'm, I really like this. I, I'm, like, a hokey pokey, though, so I don't no, know. No, no, but I, I really like that, and I think that's a good analogy, but I would say, I think I would only be able to do it with a very few artists, because yeah. I just don't spend time with, like, you know, Rembrandt, or even Pollock. It's like, I see them in the museums, I'm like, great, but... I don't know. I like that analogy. That it, but even like a musician, you can, like you just like, you know what I'm saying? You can like tell. The people yeah. that are imitators. But then but when you hear something true. that's real, real, yeah. like even if you're not like the, even if you're not, uh, have a fucking PhD in some shit, that's you know true. what I'm saying? Like, you're like, you're like, okay, like that's that, yeah. you know? And even if it's like, you know, a bad, ver- like even if they're like declining right. and they're like, you know, Kanye can be declining. You know what I'm saying? You're like still well, you're like still you're still Kanye. like you're still. This is like yeah. still like it's quintessentially like even if it's a shitty version of it, like because he's a shitty version yeah. of himself. Like yeah. it's still like you don't know. No, but I'm saying like it's, you can still like are like okay, there, but there are imitators. There are people that are ref- you know what I'm saying. Totally. But there is this kind of core quality. Like when I read certain things from certain writers, even if it's like someone like they wrote something in like their 20s and they wrote something in their like. 40s and they wrote something in their like yeah. 60s yeah. like even though it's just it's different modulations of this mm-hmm. of, the, of a voice it's still the same still voice there. you know and there's yeah. something so like refreshing and like really like I don't know there's there is this kind of like and maybe I'm being hokey pokey like but like yeah no I do feel, and I don't think I definitely couldn't be like I don't know enough about anything to be like okay like that's that and that's that but I do think there's like core resonance yeah. I don't know like it reminds me when the internet was really new and you would go on these file uh, search websites mm-hmm. or like applications like Napster or something and be like mm-hmm. I'm gonna download all this music and then it'd be like ooh this is like obscure and I remember it happened to me this is gonna date me but it was like I, it was like rare Weezer songs yeah. so I downloaded it and I was like this, this is, is not Weezer. Weezer. Yeah, you like you like knew right away. Like you're, like, you're like you're like you're like you know it. It literally takes you like five seconds. You're like bing ding ling No, that's not right. That's not it. That's not correct. So but, right, maybe. But I think. Maybe I should, but I think should, that in a certain way, maybe this goes back to our original conversation, though. This idea of. Because we are in the art world, or you're way more, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even think I'm, I can't even, I don't think I can even call myself in the art world anymore. Like, I'm so tertiary. You run an art gallery. It's so weird. (laughs) Like, it's literally like, I basically run a novel at this point. Like, I'm writing a novel. Beautiful. You know? Essentially, though. But, like, I'm so outside of it. Like, I'm literally in the woods. And, like, but I think that, like, this idea of, like, we, like, understand the resonance of it. So that's why certain things, like, like, that's why when we, like, I don't know, like, when I see, like, you know, crappy art or, like, crappy representations of, quote-unquote, artists or whatever right. in movie form or yeah. whatever, you know what I'm saying, a TV form, I'm so, it's like, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Because totally. it's so, because yeah. we, we hear it, we know it so yeah. well. Like, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're, like, 
really skeptical of it. And we're also just like, but I have to say, like, even though Velvet Buzzsaw was not a good movie, it definitely, like, it did, like, hit the hammer. Like, it, like, put the nail in halfway for a lot of the things, yeah. you know, it's these hitting nails. Right. Um, but, yeah, but I think that's because, like, for us, like, we have this, like, we do understand it. And that's why it's, like, so awkward. I would love to see, like, a movie that is really reflects the art world in, like, an amazing, true way, yeah. though. I Did don't... you ever watch Gallery Girls, the TV show, the reality show? Gallery Girls. Oh, the t- the oh, when they had to, like, like compete show. with each other? There was, like, a reality show about young women. Oh, yes. And there was Is a, that what it was called? There was this Asian that was so annoying. I never watched it. And I it. was so upset because, like, there's so few <laughs> Asians in TV. And I was like, you are not helping us. You're beautiful, but you're dumb as, like, a brick. Like, oh, stop no. it. It was bad. I never watched it. Yeah. It was Did you watch Work of Art with, uh, with that was? I, so I watched it. I watched it because I was like, what is this? What is this? It's like a car wreck. You know, like, yeah. what? Like, That's amazing. I didn't watch what, it. Yeah. Like, what broke, you know? Incredible. What broke, yeah. Incredible. What else do you want? But yeah, we need a really true no, I think there should be nice. two. Uh, I would love a true, 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 true depiction. Maybe there's some artists out there that want to like. I think that it's really interesting. A lot of artists are working with the medium of film and video, like in a serial, like a TV cinematic movie way, mm. because the technology is getting cheaper. So right. I think that that's really great. Stuff. But I don't know. I feel like it's just like it can't be the idea of like the artist being like. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like there's. It's both beautiful and full and rich and poor and vapid and full. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it has to reflect all of that spectrum because yeah. I do think that that's, it gives a part of all of that, you know, it's like, I, but I, I ha- it's, it's just, it's just like living life and you just have like a little bit of tweaking in terms of your perceptuality because you do have a creative mind, but reality is still reality, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I think like, a true movie by the world would also have to be like a little boring in some parts. Yeah, exactly. Like Especially super, like super, super, super mundane. Yeah. yeah like super just like, you know, there's shopkeepers. A lot of the people in the art world are shopkeepers or, yeah. uh, who come to work and they open the gate and they sit there. Yeah. And they sit there. Yeah. And, and like they, someone clogs the toilet and you have to plunge it or like <laughs> yeah. call somebody to yeah. plunge it or, you know, like. Just like go visit artists and yeah. write grant proposals. And, yeah. Yeah. It's just people hanging out. I don't know. I think that that'd be, I don't know. I haven't seen that. The thing is, is like, it's weird. It's like, I do want to see that rendition or like that articulation shown but I'm also fine with it not I don't know it's but I think that maybe I don't know I think that there's some maybe this is me going back and forth this idea of like the art world or like the art thing of art being revealed but at the same time it's all like it's all different for everybody but mm-hmm. you know I do think that like the mythology of the artist the mythology of the dealer the mythology of all of that oh it's real I think that it benefits the structural thing and I get it but I also think that like I don't know. I think that there's like a time like right now in our woke stage, quote unquote, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like you should just like fucking like there has to be something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, because like, as I've said many times on this show, the art world is the most like perfect like distillation articulation of capitalism. You know, it truly is. And there, like for that, for the art world to kind of like grapple with us and face that would be phenomenal it'd be like um, it'd be so like it'd be like breaking like opening the curtain breaking the box you know yeah. what i'm saying like breaking the pinata you know yeah. what i'm saying it's it's, it's just the only it. industry where nothing is made into something yeah through a magical alchemy of, of yeah. opinion and for sure power and money mm-hmm. but 
It's quite a magical thing. It is, and I want it to keep it magical. I don't want it to be like, I don't want it to be like, you know, like this kind of like weird Amazon thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But, oh, speaking of Amazon, though, I feel like us saying Amazon shouldn't come really, really was a part of the fight of Amazon. I think Amazon. we I think we, I think we were like that last, last straw the final on the Bezos back. Bezos was like, you know, Bezos, I'm all in, and then he was like... Oh. And then he heard us talking shit about it and making fun of his helicopter. Because he doesn't helipad. care about the AOC. He cares about You know what I'm party. saying? You know, I mean, yeah. honestly... But then, did you see yeah. the thing today that, uh, that? Cuomo, had a, Cuomo had a secret meeting with, with Bezos trying to get oh him God. back Cuomo in? Cuomo needs to, like... <laughs> Cuomo needs to back down. Back it, back it up. Outrageous. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. But yeah, we did. I know. Everything's been super good. We're like, we're like talking so much. We're is just there, going okay, for so it. is there do... any other art things you want to talk about and movie relationship things? You've watched so much more than I have. I can't think of other ones. Nothing's I, been good. I mean, we, They're all bad. No, like, been, literally, I'm just saying this is a blanket statement to people that, like, who are listening to us who, like, don't know about art stuff and aren't our actual friends, which that's, like, 90% of our listeners. But, like, like 90% of you are actually our friends. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, yeah, like, whenever you see art depicted in film or TV or any sort of, like, that kind of media stuff like that, it's, like, super laughably horrible. horrible. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. And honestly, like, 1-800-ARTPARTY.POD, call us. We will totally, like, advise. assist. You know, like, we were as for Amazon. We'll advise for you, too. We will advise. A modest Reset is all knowledge. I'm all, like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> not, not knowledge. A different form of knowledge. <laughs> not knowledge. Anyways, but if you're going to do an art thing, Buzz up, you know, art, looking to art, party dot, art party something. Art you know, party just, pod. Just, I don't know how you find this, actually. Gmail something. Yeah. Anyways. Google it. Should we do Rex and Rants? Oh, my God. Okay, you go first because I haven't thought I about this at all. Wow. I, spend, I haven't thought about this at all. <laughs> I've been wavering back and forth between doing two different rants. Oh, my God. Do two. Do two. We haven't, we, didn't, we rarely do this, so. Well, we're normally very disciplined. And we, but I, I'm going to do two, but I'll do I it think quick, you can I'll do, do like, it quickly. Two Rex. Yeah. Very quick. Very quick. Okay. Um. The first one is I downloaded or did not down I bought I guess through iTunes uh, the original Batman series from TV. Whoa! Amazing. Like the, orig- like the, the original, like the crazy, yeah. horrible outfits and yeah. stuff. Yeah, amazing. Really? And it's just I would heartily recommend it. it Why really, is this? Uh, you know, I think people if have watched it. I feel like every child who was born in the eighties grew up seeing it on TV. I, I get it. Really? Okay. Maybe it's a so just, thing. that's what I'm saying. Like, tell me. So it's the famous original Batman TV show. Adam West is Batman. Robin is played by I don't remember who. It is off the charts in terms of like campiness, ridiculousness. Is he queer camp or is he like straight camp? It's somewhere in between, okay. which is very weird. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's what makes it very weird. I mean, there are elements that are extremely queer, but then... It's just never acknowledged in any way. Yeah. But there are also weird moments where, like, a group of screaming girls, almost like they're seeing the Beatles, will see Robin, and Robin, like, won't react. And he'll be like, I'm on a mission. Like, <laughs> no time. And it's like, there's just, it's, but the writing is very funny in a way that, of course, as a kid, I never understood. Yeah. In terms of these references to art. And weirdly, there are all of these, I'm only, like, six episodes in, because um, the episodes are strangely long, but there are all these references to art in it. Like one of the 
early episodes takes place in the art museum and the Joker like disguises himself as a bronze statue. Um, there's another one that takes place in an auction room. And so it's kind of what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. It's like, you know, obviously like, I think it was shot in the mid or late sixties. Okay. And the idea that like, there's this kind of mod vibe, there's this kind of chic vibe. And the fact that the writers were like, oh, of course, Batman needs to go to the museum and he needs to go to the auction house. That was all taking place. And, yeah, it's just all great. It's beautiful. And then the other rack, and then I'll keep it really short, is uh, the podcast, Trump Inc. So good. Really? Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, I recommend it. And I, I recommend it because they have started, like, changing the way they follow the Trump family and do reporting. The whole conceit of the podcast is, like, we're going to try to find out everything we can about the Trump Corporation and the, the Trump Organization, I think it's called. And because all of these developments have been coming out with Cohen and so forth, they're doing more episodes. And they did this episode like two weeks ago. Or no, no, it was more recent, a few days ago. And they, they went, they booked a room at the Trump Hotel in D.C. And they yeah. just spent like a day there yeah. talking to people. Yeah. And it's like a very weird window into why our country is insane. Dude, dude. <laughs> and it's both. I mean, it's it really is like the banality of evil in some ways. Yeah. But then it's also kind of fascinating Dude. because it's like they're there and they're like, oh, it's a Nigerian presidential candidate. Yeah. And oh then my it's God. like uh, Rance Priebus. And yeah, then it's yeah. like Mike Pence going to an abortion yeah. uh, gal, an anti-abortion yeah. gala. Yeah. And that's just like in a few hours at this psycho. crazy hotel that is on government property. That's so crazy. And then of course, and then they even, to their credit, spoiler alert, wake up in the middle of the night. And go down to the lobby to, like, see what's happening late at night at the Trump Hotel. Yeah. And it's just great. That's amazing. That's so, amazing. those are my two recs. I mean, I have to say, though, like, the Michael Cohen stuff. Topical. Dude, I was glued to the screen. <laughs> I was like, I can't see, even. See, I couldn't even do it. I literally, no, I was, I'm, I'm a glutton for, I'm like a, I'm like a, I am a wonk. I'm a wonkette. <laughs> like, I am such a policy. I basically listen to, like. Public radio, like all the no, time. No, I love it, but I can't no, watch I couldn't, him. No, oh. it was, no, it was amazing, and I have to say, Elijah, Elijah Cummings. Cummings. Oh my god, Legend. dude! Did you hear his final like coming closing over remarks? here? Coming over here. Did you here, listen to the final it. remarks? Yeah. Oh. I was like, yeah, oh my god! I was literally like, I want to just like wear like t-shirts that just say Elijah Cummings on them. Like that was like the realest fucking shit, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like pedantic or like just whatever like or like spotlight glow kind of stuff like that was like for real talk and he was like he was it was amazing and I mean the whole the whole thing the whole apparatus it's crazy that we're living in this time but it's also like is yeah somewhat like the only people that are like and, and I've said this for so long the, the thing that's going to take Trump down is the things that are equal to him which are trash like people like Stormy Daniels Michael Cohen you know what I'm saying like it's not going to be like you know what I'm saying. It's like like the like it's it's the people that are the worst, quote unquote, is the ones that are going to be taking him. You know, but I don't think the worst, and so, you know, that way. But I it's mean, just, Michael Cohen but, you know, is but the most seen, fascinating. No, but figure. but they're seen as like the vilest thing. But it's like the only thing that's going to take someone that's as vile as Trump is. It's like you know you need a mirror. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like there, no one who's like righteous or whatever yeah. or good is going to be able to right. ever take someone like Trump right. down. It's not a useful. It's point. not. Yeah, there's not. There's not a. There's not a. There's not a there's not a there's there's no you know versus like people see some like I was thinking I want I haven't written for a long time on my blog because I was like oh my god what am I doing anyways oh, yeah. 
But I really like, I was like thinking of this idea of like, you know, like the Godfather, you know, Godfather movies and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, has the Godfather created this like, like has Godfather movies or the gangster like mob movies and mob culture, yeah. talking back to our original subject, yeah. like that kind of whole, that whole like iconog- iconography of that kind of like filmmaking and that visual language like created what we have today, you know, like this mob mentality, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like people being like mobsters, people being like, you know, like this, I don't know, this like, just like social terrorism and fe- you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. fear mongering but in this oblique ways where you can't quite put your finger on it you know what I'm saying yeah. I don't know it's great it was great it's, TV but no Michael it seems Co- like anyone who didn't watch that thing you should just watch it it's amazing like AOC like I'm always like kind of harsh on her because I do feel like the Democratic Party kind of like leans on her and it's like it's, it's whatever anyways but that was amazing and then like Talib's thing with like the racist thing of like basically like with Meadows. It was just, just I was like I was like just like loving it. I was like, oh my god, like it's so real, it's so real. Anyways, no, it's all great. Um, okay, so I was I was rudely like paying not attention to Russet for a second because I was trying to find this thing. Mm-hmm. So for my I'm gonna wreck something. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do wreck in a slight rant. All oh, right, double. So double yeah, so my wreck though is it's a New Yorker article that came out like February fourth. So it's not the last. It's like a few a few issues ago, and it's called a suspense novelist thriller. No, sorry, a suspense novelist trial of deceptions. And essentially, it's written by Ian Parker, and it's about this guy named Dan Mallory. Um, and he has this book, he writes on the pseudonym AJ Finn and the book is called the woman in the window. And it's going to be like, it's like a bestseller. I haven't read it, blah, blah, blah. It's and right. it's going to be, and it's going to be put into a movie, blah, blah, blah. But I love, did you read it? Amazing. It was amazing, right? So Dude, it's basically like, hi, I'm a sociopath. I'm going to lie to everybody about me having cancer. How many times my, like his parents, his mother died like maybe five times from cancers. Like mm-hmm. his father died. He was abused. Like his, you know, like he had these, he like wrote in his brother's name. It's like, it's Ama- but it's like amazing and like and he used these tactics to like get into positions of power like to get to Oxford or to get re- to get like research grants or to mm-hmm. do like more powerful things he's like oh sorry I haven't been like responding to your emails like I just had a treatment of chemotherapy you know and it's like <laughs> and it's like essentially it's all fucking lies like it's all like this guy just like but it's like the darkest lies it's like <laughs> it's like his mom dying of cancer him dying of cancer like his dad like People are sexually abusing him. Like, it's just, like, the worst, like, darkest, like, deepest, like, horrors and, like, everybody kind of, like, capitulating and giving him, like, I don't know, the space to, like, be like, I am so sorry. And that kind of inflecting on, like, their decisions of, like, if he gets entree into certain things, it's it's crazy, but it's beautiful. It's kind of like a symphonic thing of, of like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a symphonic thing of like, it's a a symphony of like, just like self-aggrandizement, self-capitulation, manipulation. It's, it's like, it's like manipulation into a degree that you're like, oh my, it's, it's amazing. And so like, it's like, yeah, maybe he's a, in like, you know, he's like saying that he's bipolar now and like, you know, and like, who knows? That might be the truth. Whatever. Like, I'm not... I don't fucking know the dude. Like, I'm just reading it. But this... I really appreciate that this was, like... It wasn't really, like, a takedown, but it was, like, a takedown right. because it's such a niche market. Like, the kind of, like, 
literary world and like it coming from the new yorker which is like a super literary like yeah. place i was like damn girl like damn girl. you know what i'm saying it's like it's a, it's a man who wrote it's it it's just but, so but incredibly yeah. reported it was so yeah the fact that every single and everything detail. everything was like and he's like and then i checked the source and then i checked the source and it became like almost like reading a court document of like yeah. of like source confirmation not confirmation source confirmation not confirmation and you see this the writer Ian Parker like doing this so meticulously so mm-hmm. it's almost like even like the facts in themselves speak for it and that to me is like in this time of the whole Trump stuff and all this other crazy stuff it's like that I'm so I've always been this way but I I'm 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 crazy but I love facts mm-hmm. like I love like structure and standards of yeah. like information and I truly believe like that is the thing that will set us all free like this kind of like and the fact that the article like it reads as like a th- like a crazy expose yeah. but most of it is literally like and then he said this thing and then I found out this thing and then these things didn't corroborate and then you know what I'm saying it's Amazing. It's so amazing. Right? It's really, yeah, it feels like a defining article. It just, because it, it hits on so many points, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, we've, it, because there's social media, because there's all of this stuff now, in a way it feels like, sometimes I feel like, you know, right, people say, we don't have any privacy, blah, blah, blah. But it turns out, like, you actually can construct these elaborate realities that people will believe, at least for a while. Absolutely. And then, eventually, someone they comes break along. They yeah. And just ask questions, ask, ask the right, questions, ask the right questions, ask chronologically, ask them continually, and therefore reveals the truth. And I think that's kind of like going back to what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? That you were talking about. Michael. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the Trump casting is like you, if you just instead of being diverted and distracted, if you just keep asking the questions, yeah. following the right, following the trail. That, don't be diverted into a different tra- like just follow yeah. the trail as it is. You know, that's when you find the source of the truth. And it's the, amazing. And, and this fact, guy is a sociopath, right. so it's, yeah. like, extra juicy. And the fact that he's a sociopath and happened to write, like, the most popular book, so he's a very good sociopath. He's an amazing right? sociopath. Everyone yeah. loves highly, a sociopathic highly artist. Highly functioning sociopath. <laughs> highly Everyone functioning sociopath, yeah. And, those and the talented Re- Mr. Ripley yeah. stuff. It's just, oh, my God, it's so... And, the, oh, my God, the or thing. And the, oh, my God, I used to, it just was stuck with me. It was amazing. Okay, so my 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 slight rant, my slight rant. Well, my slight rent slash wreck is um, I've been a bitch lately. You know, like I've been, I don't know, I've been weird. I've been is weird. This a self-inflicted rant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm saying it's a wreck. It's a wreck okay. and a rant because okay. I, I think some people need to do this for themselves. But uh, <laughs> I've been kind of a bitch lately, and so anyone who's hearing this, and I've been a bitch too lately. Like you know who you are. Um, no, but it's, it's like, no, but it's this idea of like being yourself and being like I don't know, just really just like saying what's on your mind. So like I had an incident where like somebody came up to me at a bar and said something really kind of like, Whoa, Jesus Christ, you know? Like a lot it was intense. It was like it was not the context. And I basically like I don't know, I was rude to them. I basically was like, You can leave now. Like go away from me. You know? And I felt really bad about that. And then someone else came up to me and they were like, oh, trying to introduce themselves. And I was like, yeah, we're in the middle of a conversation. Can you, can you like go away? <laughs> and then I saw the same person a few days later and I said, and they came, I looked at them and I was like, oh, you look familiar. And they looked at me and they're like, yeah, we met the other day at the bar. And I was like, oh yeah, I shunned you. And then I just walked away. Yeah, it's true. He like, you can imagine. You're, you're a terrorist. Russ is laughing because he knows this is true. <laughs> 
And I did this. Okay, so I reckon I recommend this, and I also am rant, I'm like feeling bad about it because, like, yes, you should be yourself, and I do think that more people should really truly be themselves. It's like reverse. to really, you know what I'm saying? Like to really truly be themselves. But big but, <laughs> big, like a capital B, capital U, capital T. You should maybe like be a little generous <laughs> in how you do that. And so I realized that, and me, I don't know, I reached out to this person who I was being a dick to, and, like, he's, he's, he thought, he actually was like, that was so interesting. <laughs> so who knows, People you know? People don't encounter that often. Yeah, exactly. He was like, this, he made you meeting you so interesting. Um, so he's chill. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, no, I have to say, though, I took, I took a lot away from it this week, because it's this idea of, like, I do feel like, we, you know, we're talking about the bigger things of politics and all this other stuff, and I'm talking about this crazy sociopath, and... This idea of, like, how you interact with people day to day and how you reflex, you know, have your reflexes with them. And I do think that, I do think that more people should kind of be like me in terms of speaking what they think, truly think. And also, but also understanding if you cross a line or if you feel awkward about it. Sometimes you might not, but whatever. Like, making amends for that or trying to find a way to, like, articulate why you were doing I'm not sorry about the way it behaved at all, like, but I just want them to, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it was maybe like, should step in. It was a little yeah. intense. Right. So that is a balance of just being fully yourself, but then also trying to like understand that other people have different registers, you know, and just being cool with that. But you should always be yourself. Always, always, always be yourself. If you're having a bad day and someone asks you how are you doing, say I'm shit. Don't say you're having a good day because that'll lead to better conversations and that'll lead to a better life and it'll make people more empathic towards each other. So I do truly believe in that. I think that was, this has been my favorite edition of this segment. That was great. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, we miss you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah. For tuning in. Art Art Party Talk, Art Party, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Art Party, Art Party. Yeah. We we actually do read the emails if you actually send one. Indeed. And also leave us us a review if you want. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. cool. Five stars is great, but it doesn't have to be. It might be two, three months from now, but see you again. We'll be back very soon. Thanks for listening. It doesn't work. Oh, the music's not working. Uh, anyway, no. we'll just keep talking. We'll just We're keep talking. Have... My mom just called me. What's I'm... going on? I don't know. I don't know. That's <sighs> okay. We're going to try it one more time. Sorry. <laughs> okay, bye now. Bye. For real. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. <laughs> oh.